Alright, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Jay I got another, two special guests in the building, you feel me? I'm allowing them to introduce themselves well, Let's keep up the dreamer, I didn't been here before, so Facts It's good to be back uh, I'm Southside Rico, no cap, this is my first time here It's good to be here Alright, since since Kilo been here, you feel me? I already asked him the beginning question, I'm gonna yeah. start with you, bro you say you Southside Rico, so where you from, bro? From the Southside of Chicago. Like I, where though? I grew up in the Robert Taylor's projects. Not only I grew up in Inglewood and Woodlawn. You said the Robert Taylors? Yeah, I grew, I grew up, up in the Robert, Robert Taylors too, uh, bro. Fifty two sixty six. Yeah. This I'll was I'll say that fifty one thirty five and fifty two forty seven. Yeah, R. I. P. Them buildings, man. Yeah. But I was there when I was there before they had the the, the railing on the gate. So if you're on yeah. the seventeenth floor, you could just fall, fall off, off the seventeenth yeah, floor. Nah, 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 nah. Well they had the railing on the gate by the time we were still living now. That's back when the center was still over there, like you go see Santa Claus over there and stuff yeah. like that. So what was it like growing up over there for you? Uh I mean, you know, like we like it's like, you know, mostly you around your family up most of the time, because you yeah. feel me? You can't really go down like to the other project like buildings or like you feel me or stuff like that but like we moved out the projects too we ain't always stay in the projects like yeah. you feel me so but it was just like living in the projects like anybody else you see like what you see in there yeah to, you know when you growing up in there you think that it's normal you know what I'm saying? Yeah. so you don't mm -hmm. see nothing wrong with it until yeah. you become a dog and you look back on that shit like man that shit was it's kind of fucked up you yeah. know what I'm yeah like you feel me like people who lived in there they know how the hallways you smell up you feel me or what what take place up in those buildings? Facts. So when you when you moved out the projects, where you moved to? We, after we moved out the projects, we moved right there to 69th and um Sangamon. I went to right there at Wentworth. Then okay. we moved to um after we moved from right there, we moved to what? What we moved to? We moved to Fig Six and um Walcott, 57 and Loomis. Then after that, we moved to 99th, 99th and Lafayette. Okay. After we hit 99th and Lafayette, we went to 76 and Laughlin. After we went to 76 and Laughlin, where we go? We went, we went to 61st, 61st and Amherst. You feel okay. me? I thought we went to 61st. We, I don't live all through the city, Shit, bro. the only place you ain't been is the west side, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, nah, <laughs> I, <ain't, laughs> I, I, I know some of them out west, though, you know, but I don't live. I ain't never lived out west, yeah. though, bro. Yeah, so how y'all link up? How y'all meet? Well, it was pretty much through my cousin, uh, like indirectly, though. He passed, but one of his best friends was his brother, Saint. And uh, me and Saint was cool. We met at U of I, like I told you, I used to go there. Yeah. Uh, we used to hoop together. But when he, my cousin passed, he was like the person I was communicating with, like we knew first when it was happening. So when I started doing music, I was linking up with Saint because he do music too. Right. And he put me out to his brother last year. So we spoke briefly, but we was doing our own thing. And then we crossed paths again this year on some like different occasions. And we was just like, all right, let's work. So that's how we came together. Well, um, y'all remember the first thing y'all worked on? Or was it just like pull up to the studio, let's see how the vibe go? Oh, we ain't. We ain't pull up to the, we was, we was more hanging, and then yeah. we got to work. Like, so we, we was hanging and doing like, uh, like we been, like if you ain't seen, I've been doing a lot of stuff with Drake Elementary, that's in the Dearborns. Yeah. Like community service, working with the kids, stuff like that. So we've been doing a lot of outside things that was like, it built that chemistry up. And then when we finally started working on music, it was just like, it felt good versus work. And like, obviously I already knew of him and then met him, but it ain't like we know each other. 
So now we got that relationship where we do know each other for real. Going to how you how you got into the community service with Drake because I definitely been seeing you you post yeah. a lot about it. So let's start. Now nah, we went to a networking event. We we went to a networking event. We was invited to, and when we got there, um, we came in late, fashionably late. <laughs> we didn't want to go too early, and then uh, we was walking through or whatever, and we was chilling for a minute. Then these two women came in, fine. So we on other time with them, but like uh, they was in their own business and they was looking for people to come perform at they, uh, they had a, it was called Drake Apollo, pretty much just performances from artists to come perform at the school, fundraise for the kids and stuff like that. Right. So that first time when we talked to them and everything, it was just like, we don't know each other. They on that, we on this. Nah. Then we ended up going to, um, a performance that I had, it was called This Is uh, Well, Wild Hell Wednesday. And um, they was there again, looking again. So after they seen me perform that time, they was like, all right, boom, come to the school and let's work. So that's how I got into that. And I performed at the school and we built a good rapport and we've been, I've been working with them pretty much ever since then. What is that feeling like, you know, being in a position where you giving back to the youth? Uh, it's, it's it's like no corny shit. It's like it's a real feeling. Like I had to go up there for a career day, so I was going back and forth for different events. And like I, me in school, and I don't know if y'all ever had no career day. Where it was an artist there. Never was a oh, career yeah, day. Like no doctors, dentists, firework, <laughs> no, no, no rapper. <laughs> so it was like I'm really here for career day. Right. And then you know I rap for the kids. They had us with tables set up. And the kids was all at my table. I'm rapping for them and stuff. And all the dentists and fire people, they yeah, all like, nobody. damn. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like a surreal moment. And then uh, like later that day, I had ended up staying towards the end of the school day. And uh, I came out to the hall and all the kids was like, can I get your autograph? Can I get your autograph? So it was like, I ain't really not, I, I ain't thinking like I'm big like that to get no autographs out. Right. But like, that was just like a, a dope feeling for real like a movie type experience. But it's cool, like I, I, we built real relationships with the kids and stuff where it was like, they come and talk to us like we, you know, we we are regular, but to, we strangers to them, but now we cool. And it's like, if they don't got a big brother or whatever, or just a voice uh, that they come to us. So it's, it's a dope feeling. It's definitely always a, a beautiful experience to give back to the kids, you feel yeah. me? Now, uh, Y'all say y'all linked up on a, on a recent single. Talk about the single. Uh, Red Bully. Yeah, yeah. Red Bully is basically just like, you feel me, like us, like saying, you feel me, everybody be calling themselves a goat. And you feel me, we feel like a lot of people ain't put enough work to be considered a goat, or you feel me, a lot of people be throwing around the legend title. So you feel me, we just took it a step further and felt like, you feel me, like we, we don't even feel like we the goats, but we feel like, Y'all worked at it and all the way there. We feel like we down there surpassing a lot of people. Like, yeah. as, as being an artist, like, you feel me? As, like, lyrically, as the type of beat selection, like, all that, like, you feel me? Like, really, I felt like really real bully. We smoking a lot. And we had the top release Friday on Apple Music. Yeah. Like, you feel me? So I felt like, you know, we smoking a lot of people. But it's not. just like that. It's the, it's the competitive part yeah. where it's, like, a lot of artists right now. Like, how I was telling you before when I was here last time, like, Nobody knew me, nobody, but I'm gonna put that work in. I feel like a lot of people, they got a name if they've been in for a long time, but that work's still not there. And then the new people thinking they just gonna slide by. 
but everybody calling themselves the GOAT, they this, they that. So like our cover, we really literally bullies. I mean bulls. <laughs> you see the cover. But it is it's raw, it's dope. But instead of us saying we the goats, it's like now nah, we gonna bully the game. Since everybody the goats, we just gonna be bulls and bully the game. Because y'all work ethic not that, so it's we gonna pass y'all. And we've been in the same rooms with some of the top people as far as artists. So it's like if we in here with y'all, we can pass y'all. What do those moments feel like when you eye in the room with those artists and you you like you say, bro, you ain't been doing this for a long time, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and you was pulling up to iHeart Radio, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like first off, how did the iHeart Radio thing happen and what was that experience like? Well, like, um, the chick that I'm connected to up there, that's that's my homie. She, we cool, we tight. Um, I met her, her name Jazz, Jasmine Bennett. Uh, she just got promoted to working at Kiss FM. So that's yeah, a major radio station. Yeah. Pop, they, they play like Drake, Lil Nas X. That's the most black as you're going to get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, she had her own podcast that was on iHeartRadio. Uh, but during due to COVID, we couldn't come in or none of that. So I did my first interview with her, um, like on Zoom type FaceTime thing. But, um, you know, we just built up a rapport. Like, I talked to her in between that time period and just bonded with her and supported her. She supported me on different little occasions. And when she got promoted and everything like that, obviously we ain't get no kiss, but um, she was like, I was like, yeah, we got to, we rolling out our music. We want to come up there and, you know, see what we can do. Well, not come up there. She was like, yeah, y'all could come up here. I'm just thinking we're going to do the video face thing again. So it was like, man, I right, we gonna come up there. But when we went up there, it's like we really here. Yeah. Like we on the thirtieth floor. Everything. Man, I'm telling you where we be going. <laughs> like, oh wait, I wait, ain't wait. The exact wait. location, but it's wait. like well, you can't even get in there if they don't know your name. Yeah, so. like yeah. you literally got to yeah. get them your name where you walk in and then they check you off. Like you yeah. can't get in. You just can't walk in the building. Yeah. But it was just dope because it was like we in here. Like they got plaques from Lil Baby and other people on the wall. So it's like we literally in here where, like we seen Tom Capone. Yeah, we saw. Like WBC, so yeah. I shoot they stuff in there too. So it's just like we really in here. Oh yeah. At this level, so it's like we. I, I still ain't got that. I'm just gonna take over, take over. But it's still it's like a humbling experience. But it's still like we doing this shit. Thanks. So, um, that that that's how we got in that jazz. She plugged us. Uh, she doing her stuff. She getting up there. So it was just. She rock with us, well me. She showed me love too, so she you feel me? And then we had Bunny Lou with us. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. Yeah. Shout out Bunny yeah. Lou. The power of networking. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Like they say, they say networking can get you indoors. That degrees can't, and I believe that. You know, mm -hmm. that money can't either. Facts. It's all about who you know, and just building with them. Cause like mm -hmm. I say, I tell people this all the time. You never know who anybody is when you first meet them yeah. let alone who they gonna be in life you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying so don't burn bridges and just connect and build with people yeah now how long you been rapping bro bro i've been i've been rapping for a minute but i haven't put no music out to last summer like okay. I've, been, I've been rapping like forever and days and i've been a shorty in high school like you feel me at the lunch tables longer than me yeah what what made you say okay it's time for me to take it real or for real then because you've been rapping for a minute but you just put out your first song uh well i got six songs out but yeah um what made me put it out for real like was seeing the rappers like from the hood like i grew up the hoods i grew up in i started seeing people i actually knew signed deals i started seeing people i actually knew become like 
famous. Right. I, like so, it's there. Like you feel me? I grew up. I done been to these people cribs. I done ate at these people cribs. I done went to school with these people. I done seen these people do it. So now I'm, I'm like, it's attainable. You feel me? So once I start figuring out it was attainable, it was it was over with. So how could I put this? I would say. You you putting out your first song last summer, you feel me? Bro, only been in this, we going to say, two years now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's something that y'all learn from each other is basically new artists? Uh, I'll say what I learned from him is just basically, you feel me, just um, staying consistent, just keep putting it in their face, you feel me? Like, don't even let up on that, like, you feel me? Because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be working hard, but... Sometimes I'll be like, man, like I don't want to do that right now. Like you feel me? Like I want to do it later. He be like, nah, like you need to do it now. Like don't miss the opportunity. Like you yeah. feel me? Like it's the opportunity here right now. And I, I understand that, but it be like sometimes I'll be like, man, timing might not be right. Or you feel me? Like I want to do something this way, but he'll push me. He'll just push me to be like, nah, let's do this now. So you yeah, feel if me? If it makes sense, yeah. Yeah. And then just working with him, it was like, like he. Like, I was already networking and shit, but it was like with him, it was like, work. you can work with people no matter the level they on. So, like, I was working with people kind of around my level, building across, working across, like how you say. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of influential people and people in high positions, but it was just like that intimidation factor of what if they tell me no and they this big. You know, just them doubts or whatever in your head, they be like, nah, they ain't gonna give me no chance, or they they gonna blow me off. But really, they rock with me. So with, with him, he talking to anybody. You know, if it makes sense and they they somebody, it really don't matter. But if it's to get business done, he working. So I I adapted that without telling nobody, just like, all right, boom, I can talk to anybody. Because at the end of the day, everybody people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get dressed the same, everybody do that. They just moved up at whatever level. And they, everybody could go down, so it really don't matter. So it was just like, boom. Let me use some of these resources and big people that I got to accomplish what I'm trying to do. You know, respectfully, but um, yeah, that's what I learned from him. Yeah. All right, now, bro, you got six joints out already. Man. So people watching this this song, what I mean, people watching this interview, what song should they go listen to like right now? Real bully, <laughs> real bully, because yeah. I really feel like real bully was not only like. Me um, bringing my fan base with his, but just us bringing our, our sides of the city together, and you feel me, the other sides of the city together too, because, like, you feel me, we reaching out to artists, like, we ain't really tripping on where they from, or, or you feel me, or, like, where they at in the city. Like, you feel me, right now, we predominantly working with the south side and the east side, but eventually we plan to work, work with some artists on the north side and the west side, just so you feel me, so we could yeah. make Chicago Chicago again. Like, you feel me, because it's, um, like, it's a lot of... um. Big figures here, but they don't really like, they don't do nothing for Chicago, bro. They don't, like, you feel me? People claim Chicago all day long. But, like, I've been here my whole life. So, you right. feel me? Like, a lot of people in this city, I actually know. I, I got to see the stuff these people went through, or what don't get done in the city, or what the mayor don't do, or you feel me? Police brutality, all that, bro. So, you feel me? Like, that's, my, that's all I got to say, bro. So, he led into it without saying it, but yeah. we. Red Bully was basically our intro to an EP that a project that we working on. It's y'all gonna get the name first. You gonna get the name first. It's over east and out south. 
Okay. It's just the collaboration because I'm from the east side, he's from the south side. But we got artists from both of them sides because it's kind of like a competitive thing with the west side too because they kind of say they got the best everything. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's uh, <laughs> shining a light on the east side and the south side artists because we don't really get a lot of that shining. The west side kind of promote themselves and we just doing our own thing, but we don't never work together. And then, like how we say, I had Bunny, we had Bunny Lou with us. Uh, she gonna be on the project. And we, we got two other female artists, Jaina G, one of them, um, and then Queen Lil' Bit, she from the East Side. Yeah. We wanted to have the women to pretty much during this time, it's a lot of um, the laws change and everything. And we just wanted to support women through that. Right. Because like, I'm, I'm big on freedom. I don't like nobody telling me what to do, especially with your body. Facts. You know what I'm saying? No matter the age. So we just wanted to show that support while at the same Gosh. time they being from the south side or east side. So that's the project we working on. He led into it. Yeah. Now with bridging those gaps between Chicago, you feel me? Trying yeah. to connect with different artists in Chicago. A lot of people say that doesn't happen in Chicago. What y'all got to say to us? Those we doing people. it. We doing it. It don't happen because y'all don't want it to happen. It don't it happen because ha y'all don't do it. Exactly. It don't happen because the people who um, before the generation now. When the, and the gatekeepers, and I don't even know who all the gatekeepers are. Y'all get mad, y'all get mad. Look, I'm just keeping a buck, bro. They don't put people in position to win. It just be take, 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 take. Yeah, like, even when they be um, inviting the artists out, a lot of rooms they be inviting the artists out to, them rooms don't be beneficial to the artists. When you sit right mm -hmm. there and think about it, why the promoters at the door, they like, yeah, we got about $200. No, $2,000, Han Depot. You feel me? Yeah, right. They ain't breaking no bread well, with the nothing. artists. But they steady taking from the artists, though. The artists, you know, and the artists be the last dude to get paid. Like, you feel me? So. And then at the same time, I feel like I do a lot of my stuff myself, planning, plotting, and putting together, working with other artists, connected with him, Bunny Lou, whoever. Um, so I feel like a lot of people especially artists if they up and coming, be wanting somebody to plug them in. Or like, all right, this is how we gonna do it. Or, yeah, let me help you do this. Like, you really gotta do this on your own. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Cause they don't, like I say, they don't know you. They not gonna respect you. So it's like, build your own base, build your own team, build your own everything. The artists you work with, build that relationship with them. Where it's like, all right, we ain't just working together. We didn't made something good and Bro. pushed it out. But at the end of the day, now, I can pull up to your events. So all them supporters that you them have, may they be your friends, cousins, whatever, you got me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So them people that you work with ain't just, all right, we got this work done, it's over. No, now y'all got people to fill the rooms based on how you grow and work with people. Facts. So, like, I feel like a lot of upcoming artists just got to take advantage of what they can do to make their own stuff really work and pop. Man, a lot of people be like, man, Chicago this, Chicago that. And I feel like Chicago don't always connect with each other just because how we come up, you know what I'm saying? We come up being divided. Like, Not bro, bro from this hood, I can't rock with him type shit, bro from this hood. But low-key, y'all be friends, you know what I'm yeah. saying, when it's just y'all two. But publicly, you just can't go out there and connect with certain type of people. And I feel like once once everybody get on that same level that y'all on right now, then we'll start seeing Chicago turn into Atlanta. Because even if you ask me, Atlanta ain't together like motherfuckers say they together. Nah, nah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, aside from the top people. 
That's what yeah. it is. And the top people all come from that same so little, you know area, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a little yeah. pot, you know what I'm saying? So it make it seem like that. But once we come together, once once we got podcasters, artists, radio stations, no matter what level you on, once we all come together, then it's gonna be busting. Cause I remember somebody uh somebody said um Chicago doesn't have those major industry outlets and that's a lie. Like you say, you was just with a chick that worked at Kiss FM. You know what I'm saying? We got those major outlets. We just not all connecting together to to say what what was her name? Brittany? Jasmine? Jasmine. We not getting on these platforms saying Jasmine like you said, bro. You said her name. A lot of people keep that in their pocket, like, oh, I'm I'm gonna hold on to this plug, you know what I'm saying? But she and to to your point, I don't mean to cut you off, but like I say, I feel like that's the People don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to talk to each other. And that that's part of how we grew up. Everybody was kind of divided. And then as you became a teenager, you was even more divided. So it's like you don't even know how to talk and associate with these people based on these mental barriers. Cause it's like, you can physically go talk to this person. Okay. But because of all this stuff that you're thinking about, you just don't do it. But none of at the end of the day, none of that matters because if that don't make you no money, it don't make no sense. Right. So if if they saying, yeah, we don't rock with them and this and this and this. If it ain't had nothing to do with me, that ain't had nothing to do with me. This is business. I said the business is different from personal. Facts. You can't never, you know, no, don't mix pleasure with business. Like, I this is what we doing, this is how we chilling. Y'all my friends, but y'all ain't making me no money. Y'all telling me all of this stuff and how y'all rock with me, but y'all ain't supporting, y'all ain't doing this and this and this. But they over here working. And they getting paid and they changing lives and they people around them lives. So when people realize it's bigger than what the next person around them saying or what they, they doubt is saying, like this, I like it ain't happened for me yet and money uh, a financial way, but it didn't change my life for the better as far as like connecting with the kids, meeting all these different people and just being like, man, it's different ways to live, it's different ways to, to do things that's different from ghetto, Nigga shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like, yeah, we ain't doing nothing. But these people over here making moves, and I want to be a part of that because this could change my life, my family life, my friends' life. If I blow up or I do whatever, this could change our lives forever, generations. And y'all just Facts. thinking about tomorrow, T- next today, week, because y'all into that's it. That's all they thinking about. Y'all man. into it, or, or y'all don't mess with them, or this little shit. Like that don't make no sense. The whole seeds being planted, like you say. I want to say last time you was here, we spoke on something like that about connecting with like nonprofits and stuff like that and the type of image that you put out here. Like if if you're going to always be rah, 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 then you're going to shoot yourself in the foot when it comes Mm -hmm. to certain type of opportunities. But if you're a versatile artist and you can make all types of different music, you know what I'm saying, then more people will gravitate towards you and connect y'all with the things that they connecting y'all with. And like you say, the money, a lot of people focus on the bread, you know what I'm saying, like the bread coming next week type shit. And it usually take at least five years, you know what I'm saying, like (laughs) no cap. It really take a minute to get to the bread. You might see some small little portions. Life but to change. really break through, you know what I'm saying, take time and it take planting those seeds and watering those seeds, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So for y'all to connect and then drop y'all lead single and now y'all about to drop an EP, let's talk more about the EP, you feel me? When exactly is it coming and how many songs you done gave me the track list, <laughs> I mean uh, the, uh, the feature list, you know what I'm saying, yeah, how many yeah, songs yeah. y'all got coming? We got what? We got six songs? We got six songs. We planning on dropping it towards the end of July. 
uh, if it don't go into August, just because we want it to be done right. Uh, if we ain't gonna do it right, we ain't even gonna rush it or none of that. But, um, we ain't gonna do it. Yeah, if it ain't done right. So it's gonna be six songs. Um, like we say, we got us. It's gonna have Bunny Lou. Shout out to Bunny Lou. Shout out to Jaina G. She gonna be on there. Uh, Queen Lil' Bit. Queen Lil' Bit. And um, they all raw. Like, if y'all look them up, you know Bunny Lou. Like, yeah. actually can rap, actually yeah. raw. Like, spit, spit. I feel like she one of the top, if not the top upcoming, if female rapper. Female rapper, Fact. literally. Facts. Like, maybe the other business things ain't there. That's everybody somewhere like, everybody's lacking somewhere. But like, she one of the coldest. So it's the same with Jaina G. She just started singing, you know, kind of recently, but she can sing. Like, she literally oh, can sing and she can write. Like, she write her own stuff, song write. So it's like, them was like no-brainers. We need them. But uh, I already was building a relationship with them already. So it just all flowed together. Everything, all the parts of the project came together. The people, the artists, uh, the producers that we got on there. Shout out Reese. Yeah, shout out Reese, the producer. He was here yeah, last time. Uh, and so we got some other art, uh, producers on that, but everything just flowed and came together nice and right. So we just want to do it right and keep that and maintain that, but also shine a light on everybody. So like on the songs, they gonna have time that's really like they just had enough time and they killed it. Not oh they was on the project and they ain't really do nothing. They ain't really say nothing. They just was on there. Like nah, they gonna get they shine. Um, and everybody gonna get their shine. It's just the project coming together good, but towards the end of July, if not the beginning of August, and uh, six songs. Wanna talk about the video? What video? You know what video. I, I, I ain't gonna say nothing. Nah, I'm talking about uh, uh, Red Bully? Yeah, uh, yeah we, we dropping Red Bully because uh, that's the intro to it. So we dropping the video for that. And it's like we say, it's gonna lead into the project. It's just setting that tone. And that's why, like I say, all the artists that we got on that raw, even Queen Lil' Bit, she raw. Um, so it's like that red bully feeling like we humble, but it's like y'all, the people that we thinking that's up there that we in the rooms with, they, they work ethic not there. So we just gonna bully them and take it over. And even though the, the female's really not trying to go there, Bunny yeah. Lil', she could take them over. Janet G could take it over, Queen Lil' Bit could take it over, it's just, all right, we gonna have that work to prove it. The results, killing with success, pretty much. Facts. All right, let me ask y'all this, cause we seven months into the year already. This year done flew by quick. Like, what's some goals y'all have to end out the year? Um, my goal is just is um get the project done. Like, that's that's my <laughs> number one goal. Just to, you feel me? Cause like I already got, we got a couple of songs on that done. So you feel me? I just want to get the project out. You feel me? Like I ain't. I ain't set no like no no other goals. Usually I set my goals like in advance. Like I know I wanna drop EPs down the line. But like I'm really just gonna hold focus on this project. Like right now, I don't wanna work with nobody, I don't wanna talk, I don't wanna come to your club, mm -hmm. like I don't wanna do nothing. I just wanna get my project done. Yeah. And so my goal is just to hit the studio. That's it right now. See mine different. I got a lot. Yeah, <laughs> see, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, um, Obviously, yeah, getting a project done, uh, kind of creating a movement with that in itself, um, pushing the support for the women's rights, uh, the support for the east side and south side to really show that we can do what we do uh, and, and shine a light on those artists.
that we said the female artists. Um, outside of that, uh, I got my own project that I'm gonna drop, but it's gonna have multiple artists on it. That's gonna be called Mr. Dreamer, just to play on my name. But an introduction to myself, because I've been dropping music, but it's like, I right, I'm gonna give y'all a full project, why? These my friends, these my people, this is what we do. But it's all gonna be cold, so it gotta be done right. Um, I kinda wanna end the year with that, to uh, set the moves to going into next year, um, and not let up on them. Just keep it going. Like last time I was here, well, that was, uh, around February when I dropped them two EPs. Yeah. Uh, got Big a couple features one on in between. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got a couple features in between. Like, I just dropped a song probably two weeks before, a week before, not like two weeks before I, we dropped Red Bully with this artist, Esmated Entertainer. She, 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 she got it. Uh, we just dropped a video with that. That's on already at 4K in like two weeks on my so, page. That's explicit, joint. Yeah, 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 see? So he know, it made no, me feel he good. Know. <laughs> he know, he know. So um, everything's slowly uh, on the incline. So I just don't want to let up. Yeah. Hey, since we on camera, can I add to my goal real quick? Because I do actually got one. <laughs> so you can I, look I got back on it and I say you accomplished shoot, it. I want to shoot four videos before the yeah. Okay. That's wow. it. I want to shoot four videos. Now you got to you got to shoot the four videos <laughs> yeah. now. You I got I got at least shoot three of them. There you I, go. You feel me? But you I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna try to get all four. At least now. try to make that shit happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like a lot of artists, like y'all say, they they not consistent, and that that go around the board with people outside of the music industry. And the only way to make an imprint in this world is to stay consistent, yeah. regardless. Like, even on those days you don't want to do nothing, you better do one thing. Right. You better figure right. something out. Yeah. Now, Kilo, you've been here before, so, you know, I ain't going to ask you this question. I'm going to figure <laughs> out another question right, to ask right, you. Right. Now, bro, if you can go back and give your younger self any advice, what would it be? Pay attention. Uh, really just pay attention, you feel me? Because I feel like a lot of stuff, like, as a kid, even though like living where I lived and coming up, I was still naive to a lot of stuff. Like you feel me? It's a lot of stuff I just didn't get until I got put in um, in humbling, humbling situations or messed up situations just to keep it a buck. So a lot of stuff I just didn't understand or I didn't pay really bad. Like when I went to school, I really didn't. I've always been super book smart, but I didn't want other people to realize I was book smart and stuff like that. Yeah. Like so, you feel me? So I, so I dumbed myself down like being a kid, you feel me? Just really wish I would have focused in school and stuff like that and really just paid attention and absorbed the knowledge around me because I could have probably been way more. I could have, I've been rapping. I could have been did this. Like I've been to a lot of the rappers in the city. Like, you know, I wish I would have really just realized my full potential when I was younger. Yeah. Right. I to, to, to piggyback off that, uh, the major thing that Red Bully pretty much is emphasizing is really stepping into your greatness. Like if you putting that work in and you doing all that and you actually are growing and doing things, step into that. So it's like a lot of artists, like how we saying, they like, I'm doing this, but I need somebody or I need that recognition or I need somebody's approval based on their name and what they do. If you got that shit, you got that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's showing, you getting results, step into that. Step into that greatness, based off what he was saying. Like he already knew he had it, but he didn't do it. Once you step into it, that's a whole different way that you work, you think, everything. 
right, now this is my question for you. Love yeah. remix, you know. You've been <laughs> in a lot of rooms, like you say, with a lot of important people, and you've been doing it. You've had a lot of opportunities come your way. Yeah. I would say, what is the the biggest piece of advice you've taken from these opportunities or a person that you've met? I say um, most recently because I can't remember all of them, <laughs> but um, the 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 people that we work with at the staff at Drake Elementary, shout out to Miss Sheena Jones, the dean up there. Uh, we've been working closely with her. Um, one thing that she really been pushing on me was that you got help, and like I'm the person, like I'm independent. I'm if I'm gonna get, it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it on my own. I'm gonna make it happen. But that tires you out. It, you get over exhausted. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, you need a break, but then your break may be too long. You know what I'm saying? Two weeks, but you could have been doing stuff. But when you got people to rely on that are actually helping you and supporting you, benefiting you, fall back on them. Not like let them do it, but let them help and add on. And I don't let them do that because I'll be like, all right, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to get this done. I don't really know what y'all on, but I'm on this. So I kind of X them out when really it can help me. Uh, and not just them, but like just all around the board. It could be the person that you don't even think of that can help you. Um, so shout out to Ms. Sheena Jones. That's that's the major thing. Just falling back. You got help using. She gave you a gym, bro. That's <laughs> a gym for real. Yeah. All right. Before we get out of here, y'all got anything y'all else y'all want to touch on? Man, uh, you got something you want to say, bro? Man, yeah. Follow us on Instagram, man. Big Chop <laughs> underscore two two three. <laughs> You know, that's me. That's Kilo the Dream. When you feel me, follow J2, man. You oh, feel me? J think I just got to say, um, pretty much a summary of it. Like, we coming to take this over. Whoever get offended bad, come at us in any type of way. You know, musically, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't like that. We trying, to, we trying to make good music. We trying to work. But we coming for everything. It don't matter the name or none of that. And, um, on a nicer note, we support the women and what they're going through right now. Um, as far as um, their rights, we supporting them. Um, and that's pretty much it. Look out for our new EP, our project that's about to drop, Ghost Stream Red Bully, and a video coming soon. Facts. <laughs> Big facts. Man, I already do two two people interviews. This this yeah. this got to be my third two person interview. But every time it happened, it always be something special. You feel yeah. me? And I, I feel like a, a broken record because I always say when people sit on that couch, <laughs> yeah. it's something special happening. Yeah, that, no, that's why I had yeah. to come back. Like that's yeah. why I worked with you, and I I wanted to come back here. Uh, I call it a press tour, like going to different spots and stuff. But I kind of like doing them with new people. But at the same time. Them people that I do mess with is like, nah, I gotta go back there. You know what I'm saying? Because it was all me genuine. a crap, bro. <laughs> and that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Um, you feel me? Before we end, like, bro, really building relationships. Because, like, we were saying earlier, like, yeah. some of these relationships I've built, like, bro, they didn't took me places. Like, you feel yeah. me? They didn't really got the job done just knowing people. Like, bro, yeah. it's starting to get to the point where I ain't. I spend money with people, but I ain't been spending no money lately. Like, I'm going to just yeah. keep it a buck because I'm here as one man. So it's, it's getting easier for me to walk on the road with people based off of my relationships. Like, even with the video, the interview that we had before, like it's been so many people that I didn't even know was watching me or tuned in. It's like, yeah, we seen your interview. Yeah, this and that. So, yeah, you just doing the interview. 
but that is affecting everybody that's looking at me. So it's like it played a role in my success. So it's only right that I come back and give you some content, give you whatever, uh, and just rock with you. So, Facts, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, anytime you go on your press run, I'm here, bro. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Just just being considered one of those people that like, man, I got to go sit with Jay. That's, that's yeah. special. Because yeah. I, I started this podcast just on some random shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And speaking on, on like some of your uh, advice to your younger self, like I, I used to rock with people that always tell me like they, they was considered my homies, but they'd be like, nah, bro, you can't do that shit. Yeah. Well, that yeah. shit, that shit weak, you know what I'm saying? When I actually did do it, I'm like, bro, it was always the little sneaky comments to yeah. when, when Jay was doing some shit, but when Jay was helping everybody, it was all good, you right. know what I'm saying? Helping right. everybody do their thing. So I appreciate both of y'all for coming through and then for you even saying like, bro, I got to come back and chop yeah. it up with Jay. That, yeah. that, that, that mean a lot to me, bro. Hey, Jay, you going to get tired of me. I got one more thing <laughs> to you, say. Man. You just <laughs> bought the flyers back, right? Uh-huh. So I remember being a shorty on the block. Right? I remember I gave my CDs to these dudes, right? They threw my shit on the porch, right? I went farther and rapped in all them niggas. Hey, hustling flows. I went farther and rapped in all them niggas. Yeah. That's how it go, bro. <laughs> Put that work in, man. So once again, man, I want to say I appreciate both of y'all for sliding through, chopping it up with me. Thank you for having me. Man, no yeah. problem, man. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of Conversations with Jay. Oh, God. All right.